When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, I'm Don. Tom is laughing. I am because I got to. <laughs> We've had my 12 year old daughter who. I, the light of my life, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she came along sure. at a very important yeah. time in my life. Yes, you kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was so her, anyway, her timing was excellent. She is. Baked something basically every day, which, as you know, I don't need to be eating baked goods every day. Let me look. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. It's, I'm better because I, but I shouldn't be. So yesterday she did bread, which was great, and she just texted me, said, "Can you stop the store on the ride home?" I said, "What do you need? Brown sugar, which will end up being baked. Today? Yeah, and then I'll end up eating it. I mean, anyway. So for what cookies, worth, but, yeah, cookies. I know. I know. So. She's got the the Double Tree chocolate chip cookie recipe down. I mean, if you're listening here from Double Tree, call her because she'll bake them. Do you do you have some genetic predisposition Uh, to to cooking in your in your lineage because your daughter, your oldest daughter, yeah, no, it's going to be a battle now. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be yeah. Now the youngest daughter. My gosh. Anyway. Hey, hi. Uh, Welcome to Cookie Talk. I'm Don. That's uh, (laughs) Chef Tom and. the bread, oh, the bread smells so mm, good. Delicious. Mm, don't you love the smell of fresh oh, baked bread? It was bread? ridiculous. Oh, Got home yesterday and there it was. The Fabulous. Mouth. Yeah. We're not here to talk about bread. Well, we are here to talk yeah. about bread. Ter- yes, Different we are. Kind, there be wrong. Mm-hmm. Different kind. The kind that you spend, the kind that you save, the kind that you invest, the kind that you stay up nights worrying about, the kind that can frustrate you, the complications and the confusion, the people who sell stuff to you and probably shouldn't. Oh, your all dough of that is stuff. important so, to us. Let's just put it that yes, way. Yes, because we want your dough to be future bread. We want it to rise. 855. We want it to rise. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. We got this whole hour for you to call us with questions, and we have things we want to share with you. And one of the things we share on a regular basis is our belief. Not, I think it's pretty much borne out by fact that the vast majority of the folks in this country, and I can't speak for other countries, but I imagine it's pretty similar. The vast majority of folks in this country who sell financial services and products are people who pay lip service to your best interests. They act like they care. They're the nicest people ever. They're so wonderful. And yet they're, 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 they're just bad. They're just bad to you. And we really want to kind of clue you in on these guys. Yeah. I you mean, know, we hear about it a lot. And because it's a very small number that have a legal requirement to put your interest ahead of. Always. There. Oh, 100%. It's 1% yeah, of the advisors out number. there. But it that doesn't guarantee anything mm-hmm. that you hire a fiduciary. I mean, it. That's a step. 
But then you need to know what you're spending because there's fiduciaries that charge a lot of money. I think way too much, embarrassingly amount. I, I can't defend it. How no, much it's embarrassing. As a matter of fact, charge. you had a meeting with somebody who was looking at yeah. us in another firm well, in the Seattle area, right? They're charging, what was it, over 2%? 2.45%. Per year, way too much money to be giving to somebody else. Well, what, Bob, what unless it's Bobby Axe and he can guarantee you twenty percent or something, right? Yeah, but only by cheating. Well, come on, watch millions. You he cheats yours. all the time. No, I mean, I don't. Again, we've had this discussion. I don't think you should pay over one. I just want to reiterate. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm not complaining. One it's a is beautiful plenty. day until the brown sugar thing. I mean, it was looking pretty good. So no, I'm, I, I just I don't think you should. I, it's too much. And I do this thing that I think you all should do if you've Indeed. got a financial advisor I of think, some kind. Yep. I know this is not fun. I know this is not fun. I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to start doing some of this for you. I've got some ideas. One, I'm, I'm putting together a, a page, a web page that's going to compare the fees of some of the bigger yeah. investment advice firms in America. But that's not all you want to look for. Fees are really important. But if, there's one thing with this firm. I found something that was absolutely shocking to me. Shocking. Yes. This, there is a bank that creates white label bank accounts yeah and there's one called galileo money plus and this advisor sells that to, or gives that to his clients and you get paid 0.01 percent on your savings but the broker the investment advisory firm makes 0.2 percent in other words they make 20 times more on your money than you make crazy tom and don are talking real money most of you get really bad investing advice, but it's not your fault. The fault lies with the broken business model that dates back more than 100 years and some misguided investing attitudes. So if you're ready to start investing and stop playing around with your money, you need to find a way to bypass the bad brokers and find full-time fiduciary advice. Funny, that just happens to be the name of our next free online class on June 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Do you know if your financial advisor is always required to act in your best interest? Are you paying them a huge commission? Do you have a fee-based advisor and know how much they charge? Maybe you have a hodgepodge portfolio made of a variety of hot tips and changing strategies. This is just a little part of what you'll learn during our Zoom class, Bypass Bad Brokers and Find Full-Time Fiduciaries. You can register for it free right now at Talking Real Money com talkingrealmoney.com in addition to banishing the bad brokers we'll tell you exactly what you need to look for in a 100% fiduciary advisor so save your spot at bypass bad brokers and find full-time fiduciaries at talkingrealmoney.com talkingrealmoney.com click on the event button and by the way if you're hearing this after June 10th 2020 the event already happened but go to talkingrealmoney.com anyway and see if we have some other events coming up for your real life and real future Tom and Don are talking Real money. Only because it is really, really important. We love to talk with you about money here on Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock, and we got this really easy to remember phone number. It's eight five five, which is toll free, but <laughs> it matters. You know, when was the last time you worried about a, a long distance call? phone yeah, charge? Yeah, like nineteen eighty six or something. <laughs> Been a while. Yeah, I, I was watching an old movie, and the uh, and the woman. Oh no! It wasn't an old movie. It was a it was a newer show. It was that uh, the the show on HBO about America about Lindbergh? 
I love Lindbergh. that show. Yeah, lo- it was really uh, good. Lost in America was something anyway. Yeah, yeah whatever. Lost, but she's yes, making calls and she's going, uh, make sure I, you yeah. let me know when it's three minutes. Yeah. Because it was like $20 for three minutes or something. Highly recommend that show to anyone, by the way. It's a very interesting I can't remember the name. Just type in Lindbergh uh, HBO. It. I'll look it up. up. So I got to go to the phones. 855-935-TALK is our number. That's where we get. Look at how distracted we got. It's 855-935-8255. <laughs> and Scott's awaiting us. Scott, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Good day for indoor work. Absolutely. Um, hey, I got a question, and, and I just kind of maybe you can... Um, explain it to me better than I understand the purpose of it. I have uh, inherited IRA that's got about $55,000 in it. And about two months ago or so, I just had the wild hair and I called the Edward Jones branch that has it and said, hey, you know, sell a little bit of everything and buy 75 shares of Boeing stock. You know, okay. Um, We're listening, and and that and that um, and that all that was all fine. I, I was great, great on my part. Lucky me, you know, got it at ninety five. Yeah, uh-huh. it's trading now and, at one hundred and forty or something. One hundred and forty five, one hundred forty six, almost. Yeah. yeah. You're so a genius. Why are you calling us? You don't need us. Well, You're stock picking genius. Except for the fact that it was in a basic fee based account. And Edward Jones called me back and says, uh, you have to switch to a commission-based account because you have a single stock that's now more than 12% of your balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do, well, uh, okay, first of all, you, don't, you know we, we're not fans of, of Mr. Jones, correct? I've gotten that impression. Yeah, I, I mean, again, going back to the conversation we just had about full-time, 100% fiduciary, they can clearly say they are not one of those. Right. Clearly. And they'd admit well, it, as, by the as, way. as they just proved to you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because now you got to get out of your fee account and yep. go into a, a brokerage account. But there's no downside, really, in going to the brokerage account. No, and I'm not one because I, if I remember the numbers correctly, it was uh, like 2% annual and then, then yeah, 1%. That's outrageous on amount to pay. That's a that we just got done saying you should not be paying that much. Yes, Ed Jones is one of the most egregious when it comes to that sort no, of arrangement. They're not one of the most well, egregious. Well, they're they're among there them. are far yeah, more okay. egregious. <laughs> they're among them. I mean, look, here's the thing, Scott. I for that amount of money, I don't know anything about you. I don't think you should own individual stocks. That aside, you should just find a nice index mutual fund, put it in that and not pay anybody yeah, 2%. No way. Well, okay. oh, that was actually the best advice probably you'll ever get. You have, you said, 55000 in this account, right? Yes. Okay. If you were to take that $55,000 and determine your risk-reward ratio and take it over to Vanguard and put it into the Vanguard Total World Stock Index and the Vanguard Total Bond Index in a nice split, let's say it's a 60-40 split, instead of paying... Ed Jones, 2% plus the cost of the mutual funds, which would be like 2.5%, you will pay. Get this. We can do the number point for you. One. Point one. 
which that's is better. That's a difference between that's so you're paying them thirteen hundred and seventy five dollars a year to take care of your money, or at 55? Vanguard you'd be paying five dollars and fifty cents. Five dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, this is oh. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. why are you doing? I mean, God love because you for listening to the show. Let me ask you a I mean, question, no. Scott. Your broker's a really nice person, right? Oh, of course, they all are. Yeah, thank sure. you. Yeah, thank there you, you go. You broke the code. And now, now what you, you know have why. to do was when you <laughs> when you see them in a meeting, go. Would I hand them thirteen hundred dollars though for doing basically nothing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you made the call on the purchase. I mean, th- that that took nothing from them other than executing the trade, which, as I'm sure you know, you can do free at a lot of places and today you paid too. A commission, yeah, to you can. Well, and, and that's kind of what he told me on the phone is. is um, that yeah, you know, currently there's no fees for any any trades or any of that until right. the, until it got bigger. But now that it yeah. has to go into this quote commission based account, there is the percentage fee on the trades. If your question I'm is, not should a I big trader? I'm not one to you know call buy sell. You know, it just sits there. So let me just tell but you just something. Talking, if you do what if you arb- it, you're gonna now what they're gonna do is they're gonna get a commission on the backside of that trade when you sell it in this new account, right? You know that. Right. If you did what I just suggested, and Tom suggests the same thing, if you went to Vanguard and moved that account from Edward Jones in kind... Cost nothing. In kind, Vanguard will put it into your brokerage account with Vanguard, where your Roth IRA will have a brokerage account inside it. It's an inherited IRA. well, but he could still move an inherited IRA to Vanguard. Yeah, but you said into, his, into his, his own account. Oh, anyway, I, meant, I meant your regular They'll IRA. help you figure um, all that out. And, and, and then your commission will be next to nothing. Okay, and does that have any effect on the fact? Cause, because of the fact right now I'm already you know, required to take yeah, RMDs. No. Would it nope. stay in an inherited account? Or By the way, there's it, no yep. RMDs in 2020, oh, period. Got rid of them. That was part of the uh, CARES the, the, uh, Act. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it will not change that no. because Vanguard will bring it over in kind, we'll keep it as an inherited you. IRA. Yep. They'll do it all for yep. you. And they'll do it all for you for one, ten, um, ten basis ten points. Basis ten points. Yeah. basis points. Saving yourself wow. somewhere around $1,300 a year. Which, by the way, <laughs> when the restaurants reopen, you can take Don and I out for a nice $1,000 dinner to say thank you. We're okay with that. And you'll still be three hundred dollars ahead. Perfect. That was a joke. That we're All right. kidding. I don't drink that fancy of wine. I end up way high end at fifty bucks. So you're okay. No, I mean that's that, to me that's a no brainer. Hey, I'm yeah. I'm high end at fourteen ninety nine at Costco, dude. <laughs> One buck chuck or two buck chuck. Yeah. Does that help? Thank you guys. All right, thank you, Scott. Yeah. All right, thanks, Scott. Boy, Take thank care. You Good for luck setting us up on that too. I mean, that came right off was the right. whole thing about <laughs> overpaying for advice. You really, ay, caramba. Oh. I love how they moved him to the you know, commission account. Now, I got to I gotta give Edward Jones a little credit, though. They now have some mutual fund accounts that they manage for a fee that are at a much lower price than that 2%. But still, still. Don't need it. 
You don't need no. it. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. We've got lines open for you. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And by the way, you don't even need fee accounts really when you're in, in the earlier you know you no, have smaller account accounts like that, out there you don't need you don't need to pay somebody if, if you called us we'd just say go do the exact same thing you don't need our help yeah. frankly right no offense dollars an important amount of money i get that but you don't need somebody to be giving you financial planning advice all that really at that point no Eight eight five five nine three five talk That is the number here. Give us a call during the show, which is 3 to 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific, or call anytime and leave your question on our service, and I'll take that audio and put it into a future podcast. Eight five five nine three five talk And Steve, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Um, I'm calling from Oak Harbor. I listen to you off and on on Saturdays when I get a chance, and Maybe this question has been answered, but uh, I wasn't listening when it was. Anyway, that's okay. Who, who makes sure that a fiduciary is advising clients in their best interest? <laughs> that is a great. That is, no, that I is love a that question, question so much, and I wish somebody was. I wish I could say there is someone out there who is looking out for you, but the person, the only person who's ever going to look out for you is. You. By the way, the same people that are making sure there's no fraud in the PPP program, I believe. No, that's a joke because there's got going to be a billions of dollars of fraud there. No, I mean you're absolutely right. No one. I mean the fact is, if you if someone is registered as a registered investment advisor by their federal registration, they have a, a, a requirement to always put your interest first. Does that mean they'll do it? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And there's a there's a loophole. There's a loophole. Yeah, this is the trouble. You can trouble. be you can be you can be a, re- a registered investment advisor and a broker dealer, a registered representative, and when you're acting as an investment advisor, you are required to act as a fiduciary, but when you're acting as a registered representative, you can uh, not act in the best interest of the client. Now that is supposed to be combined a little bit over the summer into what is called Rule B.I. Yeah, they're going to push that off due to the virus. Yeah, right. They're pushing. <laughs> They'll but, find but, another reason. But again, the only, the only one who's going to check is you. And that's why I say it's so critical that you, you, ask your advisor the important questions, that you go to Talking Real Money and download the advisor interview form, that you go to their their ADV online, and you read their conflicts of interest. And what I do is I just open it on a computer yeah. in a, you know, like Acrobat or Preview on a Mac, and I type in conflict of interest in the search bar, and it shows me all the times they say they have a conflict. And if they say they have a conflict, trust them. They have a conflict. Yeah, and guess what? It may come into play when you are sitting in their office. Yeah. My so thank be you. very, That's very been helpful. Yeah. Well, You're very welcome. I wish, I wish we could the give call, you one. Steve number to call but there isn't one sadly well there's there's one there's one 
855-935-TALK. <laughs> you got me there. 855-935-8255. Because here's what I, you know, this is one of the things I'm thinking about doing down the road, Tom. And I'm just kind of spitballing this here with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Spitballing it a little. Well, this is a cool idea, actually. I'm thinking that down the road, I may do some really deep dives into advisors for people. Um, you know, off, and they can contact me offline yeah. and get me all the information that I need because I need, I need not just the name of the advisory firm, but I also need some of the products that they're suggesting. I need names of those because they, that can be very telling also. And I can sort of create, and I'd love to do this as part of my new online series of, of disclosures is creating little dossiers on the major advisors around the country You'd and in the Puget that. Sound region. Yeah. I think that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Do little investigative reporting. So I may put a thing up online to allow you to do that, but you have to help me out and give me the information and trust me because I'm not going to expose it to anybody. We are registered investment advisors and we do have an obligation to keep stuff uh, private. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. Stop by. We'll talk about the life you live and the money you need to live it. Tom and Don are talking real money. Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free talkingrealmoney.com slash free if you don't put in the slash free you can't find it the other way is if you have an i device like an iphone or an ipad or a mac you can go get an interactive version of the book a special edition that i made that's actually interactive that's got videos and motion and things going on and that's also free just look for financial physics f-y-s-i-c-s in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to talkingrealmoney.com slash free. Talkingrealmoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. Talkingrealmoney.com slash free. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi there. I'm Don. That is Tom. You are really important. And we're glad you're listening, and we hope you call us if you have a problem that needs a solution, a question that deserves an answer that has something to do with money. And our phone number is 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK. And Rick Gregory. Uh, well, you got, got so, so upset. Choked up, it's Rick. Wow, Rick Gregory's here. I'm He's sorry, I was really been excited. a colleague and a friend of, of ours for like 20 odd years. So, hey, well known attorney get, does a show on another station that we can't mention here, but uh, has done many classes. It's illegal. I don't. Yeah, I think it's it's outside of our fiduciary responsibility to KOMO. Uh, and he's here to set the record straight, as usual, as he does usually on weekdays for us. But that's another topic. Um, so yeah, but the good news is that this one's off the clock. Oh, good point. Yeah, well, there you go. For the- Jeez, I, you know, I, I I do have a pen here. I could jot my hours down. All right, so let's that, not. Uh, 
Wait. Okay. Good thanks for calling, gentlemen. Rick. It was lovely it, talking with you. It, it, <laughs> hey, as always, a uh, always great show. Good information. I, I love the client. You know the questions that folks get. But I wanted to give just a little bit of clarification on the Secure Act that was came into law January first of this year, twenty twenty. Yes. And for people that inherited IRAs for someone who died prior to January first, twenty twenty they're still going to have the old rules and be able to stretch it out over their life expectancy. They don't get Whereas to, they don't get to they, not, they, they still have to take the money out this year. Yes, but they, okay. yes, but they can do it over there. But they get the stretch over their life so 30, expectancy. So not just the, the 10. So that's gonna, yeah. Right. So okay. they're not, they're exempt from the 10. Okay. If they, if they, had, if the person died January 1st on, in other words, they died this year, then that inherited IRA would be subject to the 10 year rule unless they happen to meet one of several um, exceptions. I mean, the best advice I'm giving people right now, and this has been a large part of what we've been counseling clients on uh, since the beginning of the year, was on the SECURE Act, because it really impacts virtually everyone that has an IRA, a 401k, 403b, any of the qualified retirement plans. It's going to change it for those that haven't yet started their requirement Required minimum distributions, as you're well aware, now they get to wait till 72. Yep. And then I think another really big one that's going to, you know, really be important, especially with the economic impacts that we're having right now, is under the new act, under the Secure Act, you will be able to continue contributing to your IRAs after age 70, that's as right. long as you have earned income. So there's some good news in it, and then of course the kill shot was to the inherited IRAs. In other words, we're going to tax our children inheriting the IRAs. Tough, you know, they're going to pay much tough. higher taxes. I, they're getting free the money, future. as far as I'm concerned. Okay, but to the other point that you, uh, because <laughs> tough, you, tough, I, you got I, the I, money. I, I think it's laughable when people want to turn everything into a Roth. So they leave their money. They're tax-free to their kids. Make them pay the tax. Make them pay. That's my take. But anyway, okay. Yeah. But before... Hey, you call me screwed. As you know, we have a very tight time frame here on this show. So, but... but, Oh, yeah. We've worked with Rick a lot. A lot of our clients work with with both of us. We have a team approach. It's been very effective for people because Rick is... As he, as an attorney in law, 100% fiduciary, you know, he's always putting, but somebody had called and asked us, how do you know that the fiduciary is always going to put yours, the client's interest first, Rick? You know, and, and that was great too, because, and actually, you know, I was thinking about the Secure Act and then this guy called and I said, oh, this is, you know, this is perfect. I mean, it's really what you and I have, I hate to use the word preach, but that works. Um, for the 20 years that we've been working together, encouraging our clients to develop a team, an advisory team of their financial advisor, their attorney, their state planning attorney, their CPA. And if you get those people working together all on behalf of the client's best interest, the very nature of the interaction of our three professional disciplines keeps everyone in check. And it's, um, as you know, we have hundreds of clients that we share, um, you know, relationships with and we know that those clients are really getting the top service they get because they've taken this team integrated approach that we've done so many seminars on and and workshops over the years and we know it's a formula for success so i would encourage people to think about it the toughest part of that whole formula though was deciding who gets custody when of these clients we share you know that custody arrangement was really tough we had to bring another lawyer in for that just to work out the he's custody kidding back. he's kidding no i'm kidding, Rick, I'm kidding. I'm good kidding. luck you're well, here show tomorrow morning if you want to listen great work 
Thanks oh, so much, Rick. Really and, right on and, in some way. Real quick, you know. No, you don't have time. You don't have time because we have a hard break. Thanks so much, Rick. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Most of you get really bad investing advice, but it's not your fault. The fault lies with the broken business model that dates back more than 100 years and some misguided investing attitudes. So if you're ready to start investing and stop playing around with your money, you need to find a way to bypass the bad brokers and find full-time fiduciary advice funny that just happens to be the name of our next free online class on june 10th at 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific do you know if your financial advisor is always required to act in your best interest are you paying them a huge commission do you have a fee-based advisor and know how much they charge maybe you have a hodgepodge portfolio made of a variety of hot tips and changing strategies this is just a little part of what you'll learn during our zoom class bypass bad brokers and find full-time fiduciaries you can register for it free right now at talking real money com talkingrealmoney.com in addition to banishing the bad brokers we'll tell you exactly what you need to look for in a 100% fiduciary advisor so save your spot at bypass bad brokers and find full-time fiduciaries at talkingrealmoney.com talkingrealmoney.com click on the event button and by the way if you're hearing this after June 10th 2020 the event already happened but go to talkingrealmoney.com anyway and see if we have some other events coming up for your real life and real future Tom and Don are talking Real money. Yes, thank you, Rick, from your partner in law, that show on some other station somewhere in the world. 855 935 8255 is our phone number. Actually, it's on Sunday mornings somewhere in the world. 855 935 8255. And Brian has been waiting patiently. Brian, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Brian. Hi there. Good afternoon. Um, I have an 18-year-old son who's interested in starting to invest. Um, he's made about 10K each of the last two years when he was 16, 17. And so I've, I've suggested to him to look at, say, an S&P 500 index fund or ETF. The question is to go with a Roth IRA or just an individual brokerage account. You know, he's not real excited about the concept of a Roth, about at age 18 starting to put money away for retirement. I am aware of, you know, there's a couple of exceptions, like a first-time house purchase. What's your advice regarding the individual account versus the Roth in this case? I, I got I some advice if you do, don't have any. I Well, I would probably do, my first inclination is to convince him to do both. That's what I was just going to say, okay. half and half. Because yeah. you can only do 6000 in the Roth anyway, per year. And and as you said, the Roth can be obtained for other purposes, but I would try to train him right now at 18 that that Roth is sacrosanct. That yeah. thing is is not to be touched, even in an emergency, that that is his future. And if he does that for the early years of his life, he won't have to do it later. He will not. He could stop and he'd still have a fortune when he retires. Um, that, that's that's, that's I, I, perfect. And would you recommend an index mutual fund? Yes, we would. Ent- we would recommend uh, something a little, a little wide, more widely diversified than the S and P five hundred. We'd actually okay. take him to Vanguard, set up a Roth IRA there, and own the VT and a regular account and a regular account. The VTWAX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, holds about nine thousand securities. Does it at an extremely? Oh, oh actually. 
No, I was going to make a joke there. Don't go to Ed Jones and ask for their 2% management fee. Kidding. (laughs) Don't do that. No, but you go to Vanguard, you can own that fund for almost nothing, and it's really diversified, and you should do just fine with it. And I have one other little piece of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask your question. ETF. Which one? I I read that ETFs are even more tax efficient, which isn't a concern for him now at age 18. But what's your recommendation on that? VT Wax is going to be the total world stock index fund is going to be very tax efficient. Um, The only difference really for our purposes, for us and our suggestion, is the fact that ETFs are potentially a little scary in a rapidly moving market, potentially. Now, I don't believe that will be the case with VT, which is the same thing as VTWAX. And by the way, so tax if you wanted efficiency, to go with VT. Yeah, d- tax efficiency, not an important in the Roth anyway. Right, but outside matter. of the Roth. Outside, yeah, of, the outside Roth. of the Roth, maybe. So I, yeah. I would not have an issue it, with VT if uh, we, because we have to speak in very general terms. And I don't want to encourage people to go out and get a lot of ETFs, particularly if we're talking about smaller asset classes. But when you're buying the entire market, VT is fine, which is the Vanguard Total World stock index, but as an ETF. And I have one other bit of advice for him. Does he have an iPad or an iPhone? Yes. An Apple device, right? Yes, he does. Have him go to the Apple bookstore and download Financial Physics. It's an interactive version of my book that's more fun because it's interactive, and it's free. Okay. It's a good primer. It'll take him about an hour and a half to read or so. And it's a good primer on why he needs to leave that alone. On, okay? uh, on your son right. making the money and saving the money. That's a great story. Thank you. Love it. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate the help. You bet. Take care. 855-935-8255 is our phone number. 855-935-TALK. And Larry, it's your turn on Talking Real Money. Thank you. I have a general question. I, you know, I hear on the news all the time, the stock market went way up, then it goes down, way up, gone back and forth. Could a lot of that be caused and affected by the fact that, like, big mutual funds and big whatever they are buy stock when it's low and then it goes up, so they just turn around and sell it? Well, that's a great question. The the short answer (laughs) is nobody really knows because there's about 60 million trades a day. So you'd have to really interview all those people trading to find that. By the way, that's the reality. But institutional makes up the bulk of it. Institutional is about 90 percent of that. So and there is some Mm -hmm. suggestion, if you note, especially later in the trading day, that there are tend to be larger swings that last half an hour before the bell. So, yeah, I I think that's probably true. But for you and I. Well, I don't know you, but for me, I don't care. I don't it's care what noise. happens daily or weekly or even monthly, frankly. But, but yeah, that's absolutely true. There are fluctuations minute to minute, hour to hour, week to week, even quarter, and particularly quarter to quarter where they're window dressing and doing things. But these kinds of transactions aren't anything that we can play as investors. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to play it. I just I just got to thinking about it one day, and I thought, well, gee, yeah. maybe that's what happens. These, these big outfits, they the market goes down whatever number of points it does, they say buy. And they just buy yep. this bunch of stocks, whatever they are. And, then and they, they have computer because, programs. Yep. Larry, they have computer oh. programs that do just that. Indeed. They have programs oh, really? that are set to certain levels on certain stocks. They set these levels, and the program kicks in when they hit a certain level. Oh, huh, that's interesting. 
Another well, reason, reason not to be a trader. Fund rather than a, huh? Another reason not to be a trader. I mean, it's a loser's game. Oh, yeah. You're not going to beat them. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's a lesson oh, yeah, for everybody not else, not you. That. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't sound like you're doing that. But, yeah, the, the, so the, you're right. Nor are we. I think your, your thinking yeah. is correct, yes. Okay, well, I, just a general question. I thought, you know, I listened to your show and I enjoy it. So I thought, well, I'd call and ask that question. But thanks that's very much for your That's a great question, guys. and it's helpful. You're helping others out. Thanks for the call, Larry. 855-935-TALK. You can call us 24-7. And Katie, your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hey. So my my grandma had a bunch of old telephone stocks that she, when she passed away, she just gave them to me and they were sitting at Merrill Lynch, which is now Morgan Stanley. And I'm wondering now, after listening to you guys, if that's not the best place for it to be since... I don't do anything. It's been sitting there for 10 years. Well, Merrill Lynch is still Merrill Lynch. Yeah, they Morgan changed. Stanley Not, is well, Morgan Stanley. Unless something happened this morning, I don't know about. So. But Morgan Stanley used to be Dean Witter. Yeah. Nah, she's not She's oh. not taking that one in. Yeah, I mean, the question. so the question then becomes, Katie, when those stocks were purchased and when your grandmother passed away, because when she passed away, the price of that security is the price in terms of you selling it down. In other words, if let's just say for sake of argument, the price was 100 on the day that she passed away. And now the price is 200. Again, just for sake of argument, you're going to pay taxes on the difference between the 100 and 200 because the 100 becomes what's called the cost basis. So I would first figure all that out before I did anything. Then number two is. Your thinking is correct. We do not recommend individual stocks are very risky. We don't recommend individual sectors because nobody really knows. I mean, just look at the automotive industry, that, the numbers of electric cars that are being sold. The, the guy who runs the biggest electric car places just sent somebody into space today. I mean, change is inevitable, right? So we don't recommend buying those companies. We don't recommend sectors for that same reason. So I think your thinking is correct there. Yeah, and while you're with the brokerage firm, make sure that they go in and consolidate all of those into whatever the company is now and that they go in and they get you the cost bases and then you figure out that adjusted cost basis based on the time of death so you'll know what you have in a tax deal. And then I would sell them either there or elsewhere and just get into a no-load indexed fund. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And in addition to the interactive uh, uh, ebook at Apple Books, the uh, financial physics, which is free. You can go get it anytime. It's free. We also, for everybody else who doesn't have one of the Apple book readers, you can go to uh, talkingrealmoney.com slash free and get a free PDF of Talking Real Money. So we'll save you nine ninety five right there if you don't mind reading it online. And if you want to find out how to bypass bad brokers and only find full-time fiduciaries, well, we have a class for that. Just go to Talking Real Money, click the event button, and sign up for that June 10th class, and uh, it's absolutely free. We hope you realize-
realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.